It is Yud Zayin Adar, Tavshin Pei Gimel, the 17th of the month of Adar, 5783, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. And here at Inyana Diomi, we'll be going back to earlier today, which was Tes Zayin Adar, the 16th of Adar, where the daf was Nazir Daf Memhei, 45 in Nazir. This week's Parsha happens to be Parsha's Kisisa, but it is also Parsha's Para. And lo and behold, we have a Pasuk right out of Parsha's Para in our daf. The Gemara had been looking for a connection between Nazir and Zav. Zav is someone who has an unusual discharge, and the Gemara is discussing the two cases with regards to the halacha of Ha'arev Shemesh, which means that when there's a certain level of impurity that a person experiences, it's not enough to immerse in the mikvah, which he does have to do, but once he does that, he is a tevul yom in various cases. Tevul yom meaning he immersed during the day, but he has not yet experienced Ha'arev Shemesh, which means um, the sun setting and the onset of nightfall, and once that happens, then he is now out of his status of impurity. He is now pure again. Now, the Gemara discusses this concept of tefil yom on the one hand, and on the other hand, a different concept of mechusar kipurim. This is perhaps the counterpart to a tefil yom, and that is someone who has not yet brought the requisite karbanos. Mechusar kipurim, or mechusar kapara, literally means he's someone who still lacks the kapara, he lacks the atonement, he lacks the restitution that is required of him. He has not yet brought the requisite karbanos. Either of these two individuals, someone who is still a tvalyom or someone who is a machuster kapara, neither of these two individuals is allowed to enter the machaneshchina, the camp of the divine presence. He cannot enter the ohel moed, he cannot enter the beis hamigdash. How do we know this? That's exactly what the Gemara asks. Vahas and there from where do we know? that someone who is a mechusar kapara or someone who is a tefil yom, how do we know that they're not allowed to enter the machana shechina? The Tanya, as we learn in Abraisa, the following Pasuk from Sefer Bamidbar, Parak Yudtes, Pasuk Yud Gimel, which happens to be in Parshas Chukas, a.k.a. Parshas Para, says the Pasuk, Tame Yehia, he shall be Tame. What is that phrase coming to include? Larabos tefil yom, that comes to include someone who tovel during the day but has not yet experienced Harev Shemesh. And yet the Pasuk continues, O Tumasa Bo, his Tuma, his impurity is yet upon him. Why is that phrase added? The Rabbos Mechusar Kapara, this is coming to include someone who still lacks the Kapara, he has not brought the requisite Karbonos. The Pasuk in full says, Kol Benefesh, someone who touches, comes into contact with the dead of an individual Benefesh Adam, the Nefesh of a person, Asher Yamos, who has passed away, Veloishchata, and he has not yet purified himself through the sprinkling of the of the purification. So as Mishkan Hashem Timeh, in the Mishkan of Hashem, he has impurified, he's contaminated. And that soul is going to be cut off from, from the Bnei Israel, because the purifying waters have not been sprinkled upon him. And then we get to our words, Tame Yihia, he shall be Tame, that comes to include a Tavoyom. O Tumasabo, his Tuma is yet upon him because he is still in the Chusar Kapara. So what's interesting to know is that we have these two different components. We have kapara that's required on the one hand, and we have harev shemesh, which completes the status of tahara. Why exactly do we need these two components for a person to be able to return to the Mishkan Hashem, to return to Hashem's house? So I think the answer to this actually emerges from two other points that I want to focus on. One, two of the Dalad Parshios. Obviously, one of them is Parshas Para, and the other is one of is the first of the Dalad Parshas, which we learned a few weeks ago, Parshas Shekalim. And what is the connection between the two 
um, the, the two requirements of Shkalim on the one hand and Para on the other hand. Well, it's interesting that we find between Shkalim and Para, we find these two concepts. On the one hand, the concept of Kapara, when it comes to Shkalim, Shkalim, um, the goal of Shkalim, as the Pasuk in Kisisa, this week's Parsha happens to tell us, is that the money is a kofar benafsho. It is literally a restitution for the soul. It is a, an atonement. It is a source of atonement. And yet, what is para? Parsha's para is all about the concept of becoming tahor from Tomas Mes. That's what the ashes of the para aduma do. That is the nature of the discussion in Parsha's para. So on the one hand, we have the kapara of shkalim, and we have the tahara of Parsha's para. But again, what is the need for these two things, kapara on the one hand and tahara on the other? And this really emerges from a discussion that also begins in Parshas Kisisa, um, and that is the discussion really Yom HaKippurim, Yom Kippur, and we know that we just had Purim, which the Arizal and the Tikkunei Zohar tell us that you know, Yom Kippur is a day that's like Purim, but to return to the concept of Yom Kippur, whose origins can be found in Parshas Kisisa, as we had to do Teshuvah for the Chet Egel, and a lot of what we know about Yom Kippur comes from the story of the Chet Egel, and we know when it comes to Yom Kippur, the Torah tells us, Ki bayom aleichem, the Rav has pointed out in the past that when it comes to Yom Kippur, there are a few things that we require. And that is, again, we say, there's going to be On the one hand, it's lechaper, to have a kapara, a restitution, and an atonement. And on the other hand, a source of tahara, a source of purity. Why do we need both? The Rav explained that whenever a person does an Avera, and this is similar to perhaps to a person who becomes impure, a person who becomes Tameh, and that is whenever a person does an Avera, there are two results of that Avera. And those results are, one on the, on the one hand we have Chiyuv, obligation, condemnation. A person is a Mechaev, a person is now obligated, he is a Chiyuv. And then on the other hand, the other result is Tumah. A person does not bear, does not only create a chiv on his nefesh, on his soul, but it creates Tumah, an impression of contamination and impurity. That is the effect of an Avera. You commit the Avera, you now owe a restitution for your soul. Sometimes that's a financial one, right? A carbon or shkalin that have to be paid as a restitution. And then on the other hand, it's not enough to pay your dues, but what about the effect that the Avera had on your neshama, on your nefesh, uh, besides for the restitution that must be paid, but there's purification that must be experienced because of the effect that the Avera has on the individual himself. And therefore, we have on the one hand Shkalim, on the other hand Kapara. On the one hand, we have Mechusar Kapara, Mechusar Kippurim, and on the other hand, we have the Tahara that is needed. So we have Kapara, and of course, there is Para. So there's Para, and there's Kapara. And perhaps this is one of the ideas that we're supposed to be thinking about during the Dalad Parshios as we go from Purim to Pesach, where Purim we experienced the restitution for our souls with the Shkalim, um, which counteracted the shekels of Haman on the one hand, and yet, as we want to be able to bring the Karban Pesach again by Ezra Hashem and to be able to do it in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Mishkan HaShem, so we have to now go through the process of not just Kapara, but Para, the Tahara, that will enable us to be pure, to be able to enter the Mishkan Hashem, to remove our status of Mechusar Kapara, and to remove our status of Tvul Yom, to have that sunset, 
to have the nightfall of Tumah from today um, pass us by so that we will be able to be Tahar once again, Lefnei Hashem. We should be Zoha to that very, very soon. And if you enjoy sharing like this and others on the podcast and you want to partner with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, we have for links for every uploaded shear or for any shiurim that are from the archives, which I've decided to stream. Or if you just want to be in the know and, and receive updates for upcoming shiurim, then all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. It's the data than base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, stay tuned and attuned to these incredible Inyana Diomi. Thank you for joining us here at the database.